0: Give me something.
1: Well, it's Monday morning time for another edition of Give Me Something, where we try to find you something to uh, get interested in and bet on in this crazy world of sport. Going to be a rough day for me. The Michael Jordan uh, documentary continues, and I think my Portland Trailblazers are going to be a big, big part of it tonight. So just have to relive those horrible days from 1992. Anyway, we'll deal with that a bit later. Joined by our normal Monday morning uh, regulars, kind of talking like a uh, Channel 7 or Channel 9 morning show, Georgie <laughs> Parker from way out west. How are you, Georgie?
0: I'm good, Ed, but the dream is over over here. It's been 20, hovering between 25 and 30 for the last month, and we've just got our first lot of winter rain, so no more um, Perth Flex from me, and I'm actually so upset about it didn't bring my puffer in. it's a low of 20 today so it's gonna be a tough day
1: uh kind of battle through it thoughts and prayers with no 27 and beautiful sunshine over there one
0: like one prayer
1: <laughs> slug he's been diving into all sorts of uh, obscure sports these days good morning
2: good morning thanks for having me again as a regular on monday feels good to be a regular somewhere normally after a while i get get the flick from anywhere I've been. I think you're a low of 20 there, Georgie. I think we're gonna hit a high of 15 today, so good that we're finally comparable from that uh, from that side of things. Big weekend for me. Watched Gladiator last night. Um, good film, good I'll film. About. Nothing does, so I'm ready to go, Ed. Sorry. Sounds is, good. Is everyone, Sounds...
1: Still, is everyone still awake after Slug's intro there? <laughs> <laughs> Just, make Just try show. to you know, mellow in. Felix, while I, uh, before I introduce you, I think our, our, anyone watching this on video is getting it look at my dog in the background wrestling around on the floor. I'm going to actually have to probably let him out of the room in a second. But not to distract from the big story this morning, Felix, which is your hair.
3: Yeah, you know, I decided to get a little bit of highlight work done in there, in their Ed. Everyone was going for the blonde and that sort of stuff, and I considered doing it, but then I didn't want to seem like that sort of edgy wannabe blog, <coughs> slug uh, doing that <laughs> at this point. So yeah, just decided to get a little bit of work
1: in there, but I'm quite happy with how it turned out. Yeah, looking good. You're keeping up that <laughs> reputation that uh, was suffering a little bit while you're in uh, in lockdown and not out and about around Yeah, it the, was uh, that.
3: Yeah, it looks like it looks like some people have kept it up.
1: <laughs> very, very good. Well, the good news is it looks like the NRL is close to coming back. The AFL potentially to follow suit and some other sports slowly coming back that we'll get to in a little bit, but in the meantime, we're still delving into other things. Georgie, what have you got for us this morning?
0: I've got the golf and of course, golf courses are open here in WA and I've been working on my game very intently just to bide some time. Obviously, I'm very qualified for this then because we're heading to Phoenix, Arizona where the Legacy Classic is about to go underway and two weeks ago, they had a very similar competition at the same location, very similar field of amateur. The winner of that comp isn't playing in this one today, uh, starting today. Um, so we're looking at KK Limbasu. Now, he is the favourite at $5.50. And often on this show, we're looking down to try to find some better value. But, look, this is playing $5.50, and I see that still as great value because, as we all know, a winning favourite is better than a losing, a loser with value. So it's, you know... So, KK, he won the GCU Classic just last week, and he won it in a really, really good style. He hit a course record of 61, so that's two strokes better than the the previous record, so that in itself is very impressive. Prior to that, he had three top five finishes in his last four starts, and... Not only is he coming from that good form, but two weeks ago in this same competition that I just mentioned earlier, he finished third. So we know this course very, very well. Now, Dylan Wu, he is the best ranked here in this competition, and he is also paying $5.50. He's probably, like I said, the best player in the field, but he's actually been quoted that he's playing a big picture sort of game. He's wanting to peak for when the Corn Ferry Tour comes back. Now, I'm not sure what the Corn Ferry Tour <laughs> is, fun. but he's... It is, and he's waiting to peak for that, because I think if you win that, you get some more PGA event kind of invitations. So he's wanting to use this more as a practice round, um, trying a few things, rather than Limbasu, who really wants that win. Now, there is one Aussie in the mix, Ryan Smith. Now, he was in the same comp as KK Limbasu from Thailand won last week. He withdrew from the competition um, after eight holes. Well, he was nine over. So he's not in great form. He's paying $401 to win. So if you feel like being patriotic and having a dip, he's probably your guy. But KK Limbasu at $5.50 in the Legacy Classic in Phoenix.
1: Thank you. You missed that, Georgia. You're I welcome. had to get up and uh, <laughs> let my dog out of the room. He was threatening to upstage <laughs> me here. Mm-hmm. Interesting <laughs> that golf is become this huge target, isn't it? It's become like one of the big talking points here in Victoria in particular. Oh,
0: isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, Sam Newman. Now, there's another market there to see when golf does resume in uh, Victoria. Sam Newman, probably a front runner for that um, in terms of uh, pushing that one. Um, Poor Sammy can't. He doesn't even want to play golf, he said. He said he's got tendonitis. He just, it's out of the principle, guys.
1: I did see a tweet last night where someone said, can you imagine the immense pressure on his very first tee shot? (laughs) Yeah. when he goes out to play. <laughs> well, there we go. There's a live streaming opportunity there, Ed. I think we might get on that. And Felix, very, a, a big driver behind getting that Sam Newman market up, which is uh, it was a very good thing to see last week. Slug, what what uh, you're always bringing this sort of Eastern European flair to this uh, these morning uh, sessions. What is that continue today?
2: Well, it's, it's funny you ask it because... <laughs> About isolation, um, is getting more more time to do the things that you love. So for me, that is, that is looking into Russian semi-professional women's volleyball. Um, just something I wasn't able to do. wasn't able to find the time. Um, when we were at work, so it's good to, be able to have a yeah, have a bit of time to look into it. And the beauty of picking the Russian volleyball is there isn't a great deal of research possible. So you know they're keeping their secrets than the, the KGB. So, sound like Russia? No, well that's right. So that's good few minutes research is enough for me to find a a couple of winners today. So um, I haven't just looked at one game. I've I've took a deep dive into two. So the first one I'm going to look at is the Ural Stars taking on Energy Ural. So I suppose a normal Omen better would look at that and think, well, the Stars, um, obviously they're pretty good. Um, They're paying $2.33, sorry, I should say. They're a rank outsider in this contest, which is very strange to me because the last three times they've played these guys, and remember, they're playing them very regularly. They've beaten them by a couple of sets. So um, they are playing them away. The, the game is being held in energy. Uh, hopefully not some sort of um, chemical area, but anyway. <laughs> uh, they are playing them over there. So the, the courts are the same size and the balls are the same weight no matter where you are. So I can't see any reason for the stars not to get this done at $2.33. What I've also done is taken a look at a second match, um, and this is being played between the Mountain Ladies and the Red Fox Ladies. Um Team names and not descriptions. So, the last three outings, in a similar in a similar vein to the first match, have yielded three wins to the to the Mountain Ladies. So, once again, I can't see why that um, that would change coming into this one. So that one's paying a $1. dollar fifty-seven. So combine those two little bets, and you're grabbing three dollars sixty-five, which is not a bad little price considering I've just gone and done all the legwork for you.
1: <laughs> Very good. I will tell you what, we're gonna uh, when this thing all shakes down, you're gonna still have a a presence as the Eastern European Volleyballist. So.
2: <laughs> I hope so.
3: Felix. <laughs> yeah, well, no, you got you got to give yourself credit there, Slug, because in, in Russia, it's very hard to research anything at the moment because it is a US election year, and we know that there's a lot of uh, resources being used <laughs> to get involved in that one. So very nice work there. But the UFC, of course, coming up, UFC 249, May 10th, our time. Ferguson versus Gaethje is going to be the main event, but each of these I'm taking you through. One of the undercard events, or not the main event, just to show you where you can get a bit of value, because there is, and I still believe this in sport, the best value you can find is in combat sports. Because there's always there's always a whole range of market, over 100 markets on each of these fights, and you can usually find a couple where you back both sides. So we've got another one here with Carla Esparza versus Michelle Waterson. Now, Esparza is by far the better fighter here, but we've got to remember, I've, I've spoken about it before, the prep time has been barely anything. Haven't been able to get to their usual gyms, engage in their usual style of training where they're training, especially the ground and pound fighters, which is Esparza. Haven't been able to really wrestle and actually get into the motions with another partner. So they're, they're a serious disadvantage here. So you've got to go with Waterson, who's a kickboxer here and has been very friendly to the underdogs for quite a while. One about five of her fights as the bookies underdog. So you can imagine she's already got the pedigree to get this one done. But as I said, Esparza... Hasn't been able to get the same sort of training time. And has actually mentioned that before. A couple of these ground and pound fighters have mentioned that, look, they're at a bit of a disadvantage coming in here. So what you can do on both of these, it's either going to end via submission or knockout. There's no way this fight, with the fitness of all these fighters, I'd be very surprised if any of the fights go the entire distance on this card. Someone's going to make a mistake, get sloppy. And when you're coming up against fighters of these calibers, it only takes one mistake there to get knocked out or be tapped out in some in some form one way or another. So $7 for a knockout, $7 for a submission in the method of victory in this fight. You back both sides there. I'd be very surprised if this one... Usually, a fight between these two would go to points. But with the fitness levels, and there's a reason it's at $7 because it usually would. All the data says that this one will end on points. Mm. But I don't think the fitness levels and the actual training regime is going to be anywhere up to par where they're going to be able to make it through that entire distance Two discipline fighters without making a mistake. So I'm going... Knockout or submission, seven bucks, back both sides. You should be a winner.
1: I like it. And Watterson, of course, was... Uh, I don't know if anyone ever saw that show with Todd Sampson, that body hack show. He went over yeah. to the States and trained with her. It was a really interesting segment. And just to watch how those uh, UFC uh, fighters go about their training, it's just extraordinary. But It's, it's amazing. And,
3: it, and it's one of the most extreme when you talk about this. They train for legitimately sort of five to six hours. So you take that away and, and take things out of their usual rhythm these fights are going to be a lot different to what we're used to Fighters gonna be a little bit more protective and there's gonna be a lot of mistakes especially for the more technical fighters and this will be in front of no fans right no fans in absolutely no fans in Florida they've legalized combat sports so you can uh, you can WWE you can UFC you can currently go to the beach you can probably whack your neighbor at this point you can do (laughs) you can do absolutely anything over in Florida it seems like the place to be
1: (laughs) that is about right without a doubt I don't have much in terms of a specific bet, but I think it is interesting to look at the fact that Asian sports are starting to come back uh, quicker. The Taiwanese baseball is now allowing 200 fans in per game. Uh, Do we
0: know how they uh, get those 200 fans?
1: I don't know that. By, I think it's by a rifle. Is I, would, a <laughs> I, would, <today. laughs> I would imagine it'd be some sort of a uh, just a, a lottery or something.
3: Well, we used to play... Uh, Ed, we used to, when we played in China in the... Uh, you know, back when I was a junior, we'd go over there and we'd you know, it'd be an under seventeen teams playing and the stadium would be packed full of about ten thousand people. In this rural village, and I'll tell you what—not many of them look like they really wanted to be there.
0: <laughs> yeah, <So I> <laughs> we that had that too. Yeah. China has an ability; <laughs> their, their, their
3: government happens to be very persuasive with these mm. things to get people to attend.
0: Yeah, yeah, India was the same with hockey; it was a very yeah. big crowd who didn't all know the rules. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Taiwan might be slightly different, but yeah, I, point, point taken. So, Taiwanese baseball's done that. This week, we see the return of two. Uh, Pretty big leagues, both in South Korea. The KBO, which is the Korean Baseball League, uh, is back. Uh, We have an outright market up on that. The Doosan Bears are currently the favorite. I think they're the three-time defending champions. Very, very good team. Some great names in that league. The SK Wyverns, the Kiwum Heroes, the (laughs) NC Dinos. Um, Most of the teams owned by big corporations. Uh, uh, The one thing I should mention, the hanwa eagles now they're 23 dollars to win it they're not a very good team but perhaps the first australian in action uh in a major league a uh, warwick Salpold, who pitches for the perth heat ex-major league baseball player mm. is going to play for uh the hanwa eagles so that'll be intriguing you talked about how he left perth had to go quarantine for two weeks in uh in seoul and he had to pitch. He's a pitcher. You know, you have to train. So he was in an apartment, so he put a mattress up against the wall and threw fastballs into a mattress. It was the yeah. only way he could yeah, actually he train.
3: Yeah, that- <laughs> So,
0: did he already have this contract, or did he get this during the No, time? no, he's
3: been there, I think, for a couple okay. of years. They so took one look at the mattress at the end of that, and they, they signed him straight
1: up. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> and the other league is the K League, the uh, Korean Soccer League, which is a, a very good league. That kicks off on Friday. Now, we've seen some of these teams in action in the Asian Champions League. John Buck Motors, uh, Ulsan uh, Hyundai, the, uh, Hyundai, those kind of teams, Pohang Steelers. So this is a legitimate league, a number of he's there as well Adam Taggart um so it's something to keep an eye on and it's also more uh you know more good news in that big sports are starting to come back so in the future I hate to break this to you slug you may have to shift from obscure uh Tajikistan volleyball into something like <laughs> South Korean baseball so I'm just warning you
2: uh not won't be doing that's just
3: that's just in your sporting now that's just in your sporting selections though slug your obscure lifestyle lifestyle can continue outside of you give me some tips
2: perfect i might do another rinse with the hair then (laughs) absolutely right because i'm i'm really edgy and cool i don't (laughs) know
1: let's uh finish with a, a recap of sort of what we're looking at and any other thoughts you might have regarding how this week might pan out georgie parker
0: We've got KK Limbarsu at $5.50 in a Legacy Classic in the Golf in Phoenix.
1: All right, we're going to find In terms of that.
0: how the week's going to pan out, I just think it's going to be another week in isolation.
1: <laughs> Heck of a prediction. I think you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Slug?
2: Um, I was just going to say to Georgie, good idea not to go with Dylan Woo there. Apparently he gets um, really excited and celebrates every time <laughs> <laughs> he says. So. Sure. Um, that's, that's worth listening for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I've gone with. I'll just give you my tip. I've gone with um, the mountain ladies uh, paying a dollar fifty-seven, and I'm going to take them into the uh, Ural Stars for a total of three dollars sixty-five. Ed, my week's going to go very similar to that gag. It will start off really well,
3: and then you get behind me. <laughs>
1: Felix. <laughs> well, I've got a
3: sparza versus Waterson May 10 at the UFC. We're going to go knockout or submission $7 each. If you want to play it super safe, I do think that Waterson actually wins this one. So we'll go that at 235 as well, but plenty of value on all the UFC cards and you know what? I really wish I knew what the week was going to bring me, but I might just try to throw a spanner in the works sometime this week and
1: I don't know. I'll, I'll try to plan something to bring some excitement. All right. Sounds good. Just let us know. I should also mention <laughs> oh, dear. We, we, we may have some table tennis coming your way, so stay tuned to our uh, social channel channels for news on that. Uh, South Korean baseball and soccer coming back this week. Keep your eyes on that. also, my bet is that Michael Jordan hits some big shots tonight <laughs> and sends the trailblazers packing. That's my good. Of... Well, it would be good to see Clyde the Glide, though. A great player, Clyde Drexler and, and uh, smooth mover. And there's a lot of conjecture. We can talk about this another time, but there's a lot of stuff that was made about, you know, uh, how Portland disrespected Chicago and all that. Not true at all. The Bulls are a better team, no doubt about it. A lot of Portland people are still bitter about it, but the Bulls that sounds were, were, like someone are a far better team. It <laughs> sounds like something someone who disrespected the Bulls would say <laughs> any year. Uh, yeah. Not um, at all. Absolutely not. Uh, Thank you guys very much. Thank everybody for uh, downloading this, watching, and listening. And always, of course, gamble responsibly.